0: Hi, welcome to Tangerine Minds, a podcast about things that matter by our Tangerine Montessori kids. I am Anna Hansen, I host this show, and it is my pleasure to interview our children and teachers about what they are doing and learning in the classroom. It's kind of like opening the door and taking a peek into the amazing Montessori way of learning things.
1: Climate change is causing massive destruction across the U.S. and around the world. This year, we have already seen stronger hurricanes and longer wildfire seasons.
0: Well, that sounds like every day on the news, doesn't it? Severe storms, floodings, powerful hurricanes, huge wildfires, record-breaking temperatures. It's exhausting, but... The truth is, our planet is talking, and its language is called climate change. If you are a kid, you have probably heard those two words a lot in your lifetime. You may also have witnessed or even experienced natural disasters. One thing is true. Our planet is out of balance and is showing its discomfort through these extreme weather events. But wait a second. Is climate the same as climate change? Terms can be confusing and it is important to know what we are talking about. Thankfully, our elementary children at Tangerine have been learning a lot about why our planet is changing and they are here to share their expertise. Climate describes the weather conditions that are expected in a region at a particular time of the year and is determined by observing its weather over a period of many years, generally 30 years or more. For example, in Florida, it is tropical with pleasantly warm winters and long and muggy summers.
2: Climate change describes a change in the average conditions such as chimp- temperature and rainfall in a region over a long period of time. NASA scientists have observed Earth's surface is warming and many of the warmest years on record have happened in the past 20 years.
0: Oh, thank you! This is a good start. I understand better now. Remember that the Montessori method is an expert in sparking curiosity? That's right, the more information, the more questions arise.
2: causes climate change. There are lots of factors that cause climate change. However, scientists agree that Earth has been getting warmer in the past 50 to 100 years due to human activities.
0: Take a look around your home. Your lights, refrigerator, and television are all powered by electricity. Many years ago, we lived without it. But in the 1800s, electricity became an essential part of modern life. Humans have produced electricity by burning fossil fuels like coal, oil, and natural gas. These substances also provide most of the energy used for heat and nearly everything else we do. Fossil fuels form deep underground from the remains of ancient plants and animals. When we extract them and use them for energy, we release prehistoric carbon into the air as carbon dioxide and methane.
2: Certain gases in Earth's atmosphere block heat from escaping. This is called the greenhouse effect. These gases keep Earth warm like the glasses in a greenhouse keeps plants warm.
0: Exactly, greenhouse gases work like a blanket. As the sun's energy warms the planet, they prevent some of the Earth's heat from escaping. So the emissions we have caused have already made the climate hotter than it's been in at least a thousand years. And since fossil fuels are a big business, we keep producing more. And that has to stop. What do you think can happen to Earth if we don't start taking care of it?
2: Animals might lose their home and can get extinct. Plants are going to disappear and we're not going to have enough food.
0: We know that every living animal and every plant is essential for our planet's survival. So if animals get extinct and plants can't survive... We can't either. These are not great news, I know. It's normal to feel worried about those changes and the future of our planet. If you feel this way, let me tell you, you're
2: not alone. When I was about eight years old, I first heard about something called climate change or global warming. Apparently, that was something humans had created by our way of living. I was told to turn off the lights to save energy and to recycle paper to save resources. I remember thinking that it was very strange that humans, who are an animal species among others, could be capable of changing the Earth's climate. Because if we were, and if it was really happening, we wouldn't be talking about anything else. As soon as you turn on the TV, everything would be about that. Headlines, radio, newspapers, you would never read or hear about anything else, as if there was a world war going on. But no one ever talked about it. If burning fossil fuels was so bad that it threatened our very existence, How could we just continue like before? Why were there no restrictions? Why wasn't it made illegal? To me, that did not add up. It was too unreal. Her name
0: is Greta Thunberg. She's an environmental activist or, better yet, an eco-hero. She was born in Stockholm, Sweden in 2003. The more she learned about climate change as a kid, the more baffled she became as to why so little was being done about it. So she decided to take action. In 2018, when she was 15, instead of going to school, she made a large sign that read, School Strike for Climate, and sat down outside the Swedish parliament. She was soon joined by other young activists that sat in front of the parliament every school day for three weeks to protest against the lack of action on the climate crisis. That is how the youth-led and organized movement, hashtag Fridays for Future, was born. Their call for action sparked an international awakening with students and activists uniting around the globe to protest outside their local parliaments and city halls. Along with other groups across the world, Fridays for Future is part of a hopeful new wave of change, inspiring millions of people to take action on the climate crisis. Greta wants to hold adults accountable, and rightfully so. Because adults are the ones holding positions of power now. But she has done an amazing job proving that children and young people have the power to change and inspire many around the globe to demand climate justice. Because as she says, there is no planet B. So what can we do about it?
2: How can we help? By by using less plastic. By trying to not build more factories and not making CO2 clouds. We can also plant trees. To not throw masks on the floor. To not throw trash or do pollution to the ocean.
0: Speaking about climate change is not always easy. We don't have all the answers, but asking the right questions to the people who work every day to educate on how we can help the planet heal is always a good way to start. We have a special guest today, and she's going to answer some
1: of the questions our children have. My name is Carolyn Burns, and I work for the Clio Institute which is the number one nonprofit organization for climate science education and advocacy with an expert advisory council in Florida. That means that we have meteorologists and scientists and other professionals who help us to better understand climate change and the climate crisis and to communicate that to our communities.
2: How do we know that the climate
1: is changing. Well, there are actually quite a lot of different things we're keeping an eye on that help us learn this information. There are sensors on the volcanoes of Hawaii that can tell us the chemicals in the atmosphere, those carbon-based pollutions, the amount is changing we can see the levels of carbon dioxide and methane increasing by testing the air. We can find what the ancient atmosphere looked like with air bubbles that are trapped in ice cores and deep in the ocean. Animals and plants also incorporate these atmospheric chemicals into their bodies. And when we look at the remains, we're able to see that it's changing so that's on the chemical level but we can also see that the climate is changing by taking data on the weather itself when we measure the temperature on a day-to-day basis and we can see that what used to be an average year is now cooler than average we keep setting records for the warmest summer ever and if every year is the warmest on record that's a really good indication that it's overall getting much warmer.
2: Are we gonna keep seeing more natural disasters in the future? Well, it's a little bit harder to predict, but
1: we do have some ideas about what the future is going to look like. As far as the data goes, we're not 100% sure yet if we're going to see more hurricanes. Some scientists certainly think so. And last year, we did have a record-breaking number of hurricanes during our hurricane season. So again, we think that might be the case, but the real worry is that what hurricanes do come through are going to be bigger and stronger. They might stay in one place for a longer period of time, and they're going to dump more rain So this leads to more flooding. Flooding in general, we will see more of. Uh, We already are, both because of rain that is heavier than normal, and also due to something called sea level rise. As the atmosphere gets warmer, the ice at the poles melts. The Greenland and Antarctic ice sheets are melting faster than they're refreezing in the winter. And so this extra water moving into the ocean raises the overall level, like adding extra water to a bathtub.
2: Can climate change be reversed?
1: Unfortunately, there isn't really a way to reverse it, especially as we're already feeling the impacts of the climate crisis. There are some technologies out there that could potentially take some of that carbon pollution out of the atmosphere. But the amount is very, very small compared to what we're putting in. And scaling those up might not be possible. Or it might just be too expensive to do that at all. There are ways that we can reduce the amount of carbon by moving away from fossil fuels. So we want to start getting our electricity from wind farms and solar plants, and then using electric cars that plug into that clean, renewable energy rather than fossil, um, fossil fuel burning cars. We need to electrify our whole power grid. And when we do this, more carbon pollution won't go into the atmosphere, making the climate crisis worse.
2: How can we do in Miami to help.
1: There are two different ways we can deal with the climate crisis. There's mitigation. Mitigation means you're stopping climate change from happening by reducing the amount of carbon pollution that gets put into the atmosphere. Some of the ways we can do that are by driving our cars less or moving to electric cars, joining solar co-ops and emphasizing solar power in your homes and schools. In your home, you can compost your food waste instead of throwing it away. One of the types of carbon that goes into the atmosphere and causes a lot of warming is methane. And food waste produces a lot of methane. So if we take our fruit and vegetable scraps and put them into a compost system instead of a landfill, that can reduce how much methane your waste produces. So that's a really great way to get started. The other thing we do is adaptation. Adaptation means some climate change is going to happen and keep happening. It's already here and affecting our homes and communities. And we need to do our best to be resilient in the face of it meaning that it's not going to affect us as badly if we're prepared and take steps to keep ourselves safe and healthy.
2: Can you give us an example of the steps we can take to be
0: resilient, stay healthy, and adapt to climate change?
1: So one of the effects of climate change and a warming of the planet is more days that are extremely hot so we want to make sure that all of us know how to tell if you have heat stroke or any kind of heat exhaustion heat illness how to prevent it staying out of the sun in the hottest part of the day making sure that everyone stays hydrated there are community um, there are community drives to get things like fans and air conditioners to those who may not be able to afford them on their own participating in something like that can help people stay healthy even with the climate crisis causing problems. Another thing you need to do is to be sure you're prepared for hurricanes, especially in South Florida. Your family should have a hurricane plan. Uh, Make sure that you have food and water, maybe a generator, some solar-powered lanterns, and so you're not going to be in a really bad place if there's a hurricane, and of course have an evacuation plan if that becomes necessary.
0: As parents, we should also start a conversation at home. I know it may not be easy, but it's necessary. If you haven't done so, don't feel bad. It's always a good time to start. I asked one of our Tangerine moms about it, and this is what she has to say.
3: Hi there, my name is Andrea, and I have a six-year-old in the first grade class, Noah he is um, unfortunately not aware of climate change as far as i'm concerned um, or as far as what we discuss at home and it took this podcast and this question to come up for me to realize what uh, a shame it is that we don't talk about it at home and i never really thought about it because we do talk about recycling and reusing things and you know, not using plastic, um, not buying single-use plastics and, you know, shying away from straws and, and and kind of why I do it in terms of saving the planet is kind of how we've put it before and, and where they end up in our oceans and how it affects, you know, the animals and how it even ends up in our own gut. But unfortunately, I never tied it back into... Um, Climate, and even now we discuss hurricanes, and he realizes that hurricanes are coming, and he knew, he knows that there's tornadoes and other um, uh, and other natural disasters that are that are obviously brought on as well and affected by climate change. But um, I definitely am glad that it's come up now because, as he'll discuss it in school, we will definitely be reinforcing it at home. So thank you.
0: get to participate in every climate strike around the globe or we don't have the opportunity to talk about these issues in front of an audience in the united nations we can still do a lot of things the first one don't lose hope despair is not going to move us to a better future action is we can reach out to the clio institute for example and other local organizations that have climate days of action and check if anything is happening here in miami also, we can celebrate that at Tangerine, kids are already talking about this in the classroom. You can also write letters to elected officials, newspapers, and whomever you consider to make your voice heard. Remember, no action is too small. See what Greta Thunberg did? She is now the face of a youth movement that is fighting to make sure the future of our planet is as bright as it should be. Our planet deserves it, because it is one of a kind.
2: Right, kids? It's beautiful. There's many living things, like humans, animals. There's a lot of greenery. There's water so we can survive. And it's the perfect temperature, not too hot, not too cold. only have one planet. Let's take care of it. Thank you for listening. Until next time.